Good morning. Today's reading is taken from Paul's letter to Colossians chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom, in whom all in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you, Sarah, for that great introduction, and uh, thank you, Uday, for reading to us, because we have a magnificent theme to explore in the next few moments this morning as uh, we talk about Jesus at the center of our lives. I keep coming back to this letter of Colossians in the New Testament. It was written especially to a relatively new group of believers in a small city which was originally on a significant trade route from Ephesus through to the east. And as far as we can tell, the person who first brought the Christian message to Colossae was a man called Epaphroditus, who lived in the city. And he was the person who told the Apostle Paul about the Christian community here. And therefore, in response to that, Paul wrote a letter to encourage these young believers. And it is full of wonderful messages of relevant teaching for every generation, and certainly for today. And this morning, I'm just going to take two verses from Colossians chapter 2. It's the end of our reading, verses 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. This is such a wonderful word of challenge and of encouragement to us today, and it's all about keeping Christ at the center of our lives. Uh, it was great that we had that uh, illustration from archery. I have to admit that I've never been the most successful person at archery. You will know that the intention is to strike that central target. How exciting it is when that succeeds. Uh, I'm a little bit better at 10-pin bowling and certainly get quite excited when the ball goes right down the middle of the, of the alley and hits those balls at the center and they all go down. That's really quite a moment. A pilot needs to align the plane exactly on the approach to the runway, centrally, so that it lands properly. And Sarah gave us so many other illustrations of the word center and all that it can mean. 
But in faith, it's all too easy for Jesus Christ to be at the best at the edge of our lives or even absent altogether. And the message of Paul to the young believers at Colossae was to keep Jesus at the center of their lives. And each phrase of this uh, just two verses in Colossians 2 has something important to say to us today about keeping Jesus central in our lives as we are on this moment at this time. So we'll take the phrases in turn. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. And what I find striking about these words is that yesterday's faith is not sufficient for today. Many of you will have wonderful stories to tell of how you first came to believe in Jesus and what has happened since. But the challenge of these words is to be living your life in Jesus today. Does he have that central place now? Yes, these words refer back to the time when those believers at Colossae first came to believe. And maybe the phrase Jesus as Lord was a reference to their baptism because it was a phrase that was so often used around baptism. And that in, in that moment they became united with Jesus in his death and resurrection and began to live their lives with Jesus at the center. But the challenge is to continue to do that now. The verb is one of movement. So it could be continue to walk with him now. Continue to live with Jesus now. Continue to journey with Jesus now. Let him be at the center of your life today. And so this morning I say to those of you who have begun the Christian journey, and maybe you have been baptized and have publicly declared your faith in Jesus as your Savior and Lord, I ask you and I ask myself, are you walking with him now? Yesterday's faith is not sufficient for today. Continue to live your lives in him. Then the phrase goes on, rooted and built up in him. An interesting mix of metaphors here. Rooted suggests having deep roots that go down into Christ. Built up suggests a structure of your life which visibly shows that you're a Christian. And the point here is that spiritual growth is both unseen and seen. The roots that are going down are unseen, but the shape that's building up is clearly seen. Other people may not see the time that you spend quietly with Jesus in your devotional reading of the Bible and praying, but they will see the way that you react under pressure, the extent of your care for those in need, and the integrity with which you live every day. And it seems to me that the building up depends on the pushing down, and that when we push down with deep roots, we will build up with consistent faith. And the same truth can be applied without this rather strange mix of metaphors that we have here. If we only use the building metaphor, then we talk about strong foundations and then a stable building, the house that's built on a rock. If we use only the horticultural metaphor, then we talk about good roots bearing good fruit. Here, Paul mixes the metaphors. But that's not the important point. The important point is that there is growth which is unseen the roots going down, and there is fruit that is seen. There's evidence that is seen of a life that is living with Jesus at the center. And both are equally important. 
So the challenge here this morning is, how are those roots going down? Are they going deeper into Christ? Are there those times when you're discovering more of him? When, through your times of reading and prayer, you're really encountering the person of Jesus in the life that he lived when he was here in the flesh and what he does through his Holy Spirit now. And through journeying down, are you beginning to show the difference of Jesus at the center? The phrase goes on then, strengthened in the faith as you were taught. This is a little bit more about the unseen growth. And it suggests that faith is not static. It can grow stronger or it can go weaker. Strengthened in faith as you were taught. Or conversely, weakened in faith. I wonder whether in the last 15 months, your faith has grown stronger or weaker. What an extraordinary time it has been. And we're gradually coming to the point where we're communicating with each other a little bit more and hearing some of the stories of how people have felt. Some things that have helped to strengthen faith have not been available to us. Especially those times of worshipping together and encouraging one another through being together. There are about 45 of us here in the church building this morning. That's great. Uh, we've had similar numbers on two or three occasions recently. Uh, there are some empty seats, so there's room for more. And if you're thinking about coming, you're very, very welcome to come. But the reality is that when you do come, you do still have to wear a mask. We can't sing in church. And so there are those restraints on our shared life. We have to maintain that distancing at the present time. It doesn't feel the same as when we are unrestricted in our being together and expressing vocal worship as we sing and pray and in that spontaneity of worship. So some things have not been available to us, but other things have been more available to us. Time to think and pray. Those countryside walks which are more than physical exercise as we think and pray, but are times of encounter with the living God. Those strengthening of bonds with those who are closer to us when we're in the same family, in the same household. We've had a lot more time together. And also within those smaller groups where there's been a lot of connection online and a lot of conversation between people where community life in some way has strengthened. So has your faith in Jesus grown stronger or has it grown weaker? One of the big things for me has been living with so much uncertainty. Trying to plan church life when the boundaries keep shifting has been really hard. We even tried to plan that by next Sunday we would have children in, in person in the building. We would be able to have more adults uh, within the space without so much distancing and all that sort of thing. Uh, and that planning has now been pushed down the line a little bit. And of course that's just one of so many occasions when the boundaries have shifted. I remember the Proverbs, Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purposes that prevails. And I've learned to keep changing, adapting, revising what we can or cannot do, and many of you have done exactly the same in your home life, in your planning of social activity, and in your workplaces. And of course, learning at the same time that being a person of faith is so much more important than anything we can or cannot do. And I'm also learning more about vulnerability. 
that I am vulnerable myself, and that also life itself is more vulnerable. It was a steep learning time when our daughter fell ill with COVID in Kampala, and we knew that if that illness had progressed further in a significant way, then the medical resources were incredibly limited as the hospitals were and sadly still are overwhelmed with cases of COVID. Thankfully, Sarah is very much improved. I wonder, has your faith grown stronger or weaker during this challenging time? Have you been strengthened in the faith as you were taught? And then we come to that final phrase, overflowing with thankfulness. Because the greatest expression of our faith and our strengthening faith and our life that is being built up in Christ is that we are overflowing with thankfulness. He has created us. He's loved us. He's redeemed us. He's gifted with the Holy Spirit. One day he will call us home. Are you overwhelmingly thankful to God today? And am I overwhelmingly thankful to God today? And the Greek word that is used here for thankfulness is the word eucharista, from which we get our word Eucharist, which in many churches is used to describe communion. Communion as a way of giving thanks to God for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, for his death and his resurrection, the love that was expressed in that time, and the forgiveness that flows to us and the grace that flows to us. And we shall soon be taking communion together this morning. That's an expression of our thankfulness to God and to Jesus Christ. But does that thankfulness really overflow into every day of the week? I'm particularly challenged by this today. In feeling somewhat overwhelmed by life, I have not always been as thankful as I should have been. And so I hear the challenge of these words, and I encourage you to hear them as well. So putting all that together, here are some great words, aren't they, for us all this morning, to keep Christ at the center of our lives. How do you do this? How do I do this? It will not just happen. It will take effort. Knowing how good God is, knowing how exciting the Christian way is, knowing what the Spirit is saying through the Word of God today, will you keep that focus? Will you keep Christ at the center? Will you make the effort? Will you take the time? Will you read the Bible? Carefully, openly, and let God speak through that. Will you pray, not just rattling off a list of uh, requests to God, but listen to God in prayer and allow him to direct your thoughts and your deepest heartfelt feelings will you talk about faith amongst yourselves and amongst those who you know and uh, where you can encourage each other to be stronger in faith open your heart wide to God the Holy Spirit embrace what we can do look forward to what we might be able to do as we gather more together in worship keep Christ right at the center. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him 
rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness.